Everybody, welcome back to All Gas, No Breaks Podcast. I just updated all our shit to the end of it saying podcast. All Gas, No <laughs> So I had to throw that in there. All Gas, No Breaks Podcast. We got a special guest today. Mm, special. My boy Frank. Where can we find you at, Frank? You can find me on Instagram at Honey Hole Culture. At Honey Hole Culture. I'm going to have it down there. Spelled out H O N E Y H O L E C U L T U R E Honey Hole Culture. Mm, mm. He's selling some good stuff on that mm. stuff, people. He's selling no, some good gonna, stuff. We're gonna get into that in depth. Definitely gonna, you know, see yes, the So you know, where can they find you at? You find me at J Cautious, man. Primarily on Instagram, Twitter, at J Cautious. You know? Boom, J Cautious got my man on the boards at mm. Rex Corollas. Chilling back there, cleaning the sound for y'all. Yeah. And we got myself here at Super Saiyan Santi. I'm on. The, I'm everywhere. Super. Everywhere. Look, look for me. I'm everywhere too. <laughs> I've learned how to do it. And then my man OG underscore not here, but we got another Frank here, and he an OG himself. Yeah, OG Frank back, man. Still we got back, OG man. Frank. He gonna be back though. Random thing. You thought I was going with the first joint, right? OG but instead, I'm gonna ask for the OG. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have. We're going to start with one 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 question. You got to pull one out. Fishbowl. Fishbowl. Fishbowl fish time. Frank, blessing you with this joint. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Let me see if I can read this. Uh-oh. Why are depression and anxiety such a taboo in our community? Wow. That's dope. I mean... Alright, should I go in? You got it. So well, I would just... You about to jump in. Just to answer it. You know, we in it. You know, all gas, no break. So... I'm going to just say it's, it's considered a taboo because I know growing up, it meant to seem like you were weak. Mm -hmm. Like, you, what you mean you sad, man? What you doing sad? That was something, man, get out of here. You yeah. try to tell your friend, like, man, oh, you, that's not nothing you're going to tell your friend. At least for me, mm -hmm. as being a guy, that, you know what, it's considered a taboo. Like, it's considered something, like, that's made up. Okay. Something that's not real. I knew I grew up. That's how I grew up. That's how you grew up. How'd you grow up, bro? How'd I grow up? You know, we uh, we really didn't talk about it too much. You know, mm -hmm. it's just it's kind of like uh, how a lot of families in our communities don't talk about finance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's something yeah. that's yeah. something you just don't talk about. The adults don't talk about with the kids. You know, you just kind of grow into it and yeah. learn it as you, you know, as you progress in life. And that sucks. And yo, we happy to have my boy Frank on here because. You're talking about finance. Look how you jumped into finance. A, that's, <laughs> yo, give briefly what point. you do in regards to finance, Frank. Because I'm going to ask you questions about that as well. All right. Yeah, you know, I, I'm a day trader. Uh, you know, I've been doing it for a few years now. And it's been doing me pretty well, you know. Uh, I, I hopefully, one, one day, you know, I hope to... Excuse me. I hope to one day become a uh, venture capitalist. That's my ultimate goal. You know, I'm trying to work my way up to where I can finance others and their you know, uh, endeavors. Wow. You know. You will. It, it takes capital to build capital. Oh, well, definitely. You know, that's where, where I'm going with this. And, and you will. That's what's going to happen. Oh, absolutely. You know, I've helped some folks out along the way already. So, you know, it's, it's, it's doing its thing. Word. Interested in that. Word. All gas, no brakes, man. I myself in that area. So, that, that's, I'm, you know, definitely. Definitely that's interested to see. You know, what, how you do what you do, you know, the different tips that you can give. Day trading sure. is all he do, man. And then he has Honey Hole Culture. Yes, that's my new CBD, online CBD uh, store. You know, mm -hmm. I'm trying to get my feet wet in the, uh, uh, the this this ancillary cannabis market. You know, yeah. I call it ancillary. Okay. Because it's cannabis, but it's not. Ah. You know. But it's like still all the good numbingness. It's all the good numbingness. It just don't get you high. <laughs> That's ah, ah. Okay. Full spectrum CBD. Mm -hmm. My boy Frank killing them, dog. Yeah, definitely need to learn about that. Let's see why Frank here, yo. So look, about that, the taboo, my my take on it. Same thing. They, every you know, growing up, people wanted to act. Pretty much what you guys said, like we didn't talk about it. It was thought of as being weak and mm -hmm. soft and, and soft. being. And that was extreme. And that was extreme. Ah, you soft. You I never soft. heard soft because I wasn't a soft dude. No, I'm saying, no, 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 I'm not going to work you. No, I'm just going to work you. I know, I know. I'm talking about football coaches, yeah. Some one of them dudes crying and on the yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah, that's what, what we did call say. Call and you soft. Yeah. We did and call take my jersey off. That's what they were saying. You're right. Another question for that. 
are we softening our men too much? Have we done softened too much? And is it due to the depression? I don't. Is it due to the depression? Is it due to not not being able to speak about? I think it's it's a larger societal issue. You know, mm -hmm. at the at the family unit level, we can only do so much. But at the same time, the families, we've got to step back and look at the bigger picture. You know, when, when you when you look at, look at how families, uh, you know, uh, enforce, you know, discipline, mm -hmm. but only to a certain extent because as the years have gone by since we came up as kids, mm -hmm. uh, you know, law enforcement is now plays a heavier role in what a parent can and cannot do to their kids. And also, you know, I mean, it they ha it, they almost have to to a certain extent because you know it's like. It's gotten to a point where some folks can't tell the difference between, you know, uh, uh, what, what, what do they call that? Uh, corporal discipline, mm -hmm. corporal punishment. Okay. You know, and uh, physical abuse. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so folks kind of blurred the line there. Yeah. And you know, and now folks are just afraid to step in and do what they do. You know, they step, they're afraid to step in and actually discipline their their children, their kids. Wow. Me wow. personally, I don't have kids, but. Yeah, nah, I don't, I don't mess around. Yeah, if, if discipline yeah, you know, if, if, if I see some kids disrespecting, like I, I, I'm one of those young men who who are firm on kids, especially when I see a kid disrespecting their mother mm. in, in my presence. Yeah. Oh no, that that stops. Yeah. You know, I'll do something if I know you personally, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, that's the type of person I am. That's the type of family I came up in. And yeah. That's the way I came. Community up. I came up. That's in. the way yeah. I came up. That's how I came up as well. My auntie would give me. My mother back there, my auntie would give me. Yeah, somebody gonna get you. You know, so somebody gonna, I'm not gonna do what I did again. Right. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. And pop. I mean, you know, but it's it's a different time, man. It's different it's, now, yeah. Things are way different. And to go to the, the, the depression being taboo, yeah. I think now is is becoming more, okay, this is a situation. But 20 years ago, it wasn't like that. Nah, it was definitely not. you're being soft, you're weak. Yeah. You know, if you tell somebody you're sad, you're depressed. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like, you know, um, I don't know. It's 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 getting be it's better than what it used to be. That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, especially in our community, uh, we needed it. <laughs> we came from a lot of <laughs> a lot of issues. So I'm all for you know uh, whatever you got to do to get your mental health right. Absolutely, I'm all Absolutely. for it. All gas, no brakes. All for it. Plus, give you dope meds, dog. So <laughs> meds are vicious. Uh, next, yo, this whole admissions college scandal. What's your take on that? You know what's going on, I'm right? I'm glad that they're being exposed. Yes. Man, I it was only a matter of time, you know, before, you know, the curtain was kind of pulled back. I think somebody was just upset that their bribe didn't, didn't you know, work. Didn't work. Yeah, you know. Man, you didn't take my joints. So I'm about to just let yeah, it like, all out. Lori Laughlin, she she tried to bribe the the dean of students. You know, mm -hmm. you know? just like just snitch. Just start, start dropping names. You know, I'm <laughs> dropping dimes on these niggas. Man. I'm oh dimes. man, they just got them. And it came out. Yo, I sat in class. You know what? I, I, my, my take on it? That kid was just that dumb. <laughs> that kid was just kept failing and just kept failing. Probably was like 40. Still a freshman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they were like, this motherfucker must have paid his way up in this Had day. to. Had to. And somebody had to. Because <laughs> I sat in class with people and I'm like, mm. I used to see people not show up yeah. to school. I'm like, how you, how, how, you, how you even pass it? Yeah, I definitely used to see that. Remember you used to see that? Yeah, I definitely saw that. <sighs> they used to blow my whole day. I'm over there running to the, running, pushing the door open and trying to get the seat in the front, taking notes. And this motherfucker would be like, don't even come to class. And don't ever get that motherfucker on your group project. <laughs> <laughs> you might have a gap in your group project. <laughs> Especially if y'all got to credit. It's an equal grade. Yo. You might have a gap. You're going to miss 10 points. I'm gonna tell you what I hated more than anything in college, man. Group fucking projects. Mm. <laughs> Rex, did you? You made you like? I hated the fuck out of group projects. You had to depend on somebody else. That's how you knew the motherfucker was a Mission College scandal, nigga. <laughs> I hated group projects, I mean, dog. To be honest, man, there's a lot of stuff uh, going on in colleges, man. With the from the sports, 
Uh, what are you talking about? The sports and players getting paid. But you heard how he was even getting them into the schools too. He was saying that the kid was like, if they had a kid, they were like, oh, the kid excelled in basketball or whatever. So you had to make them. So he made them even look like they were sports worthy. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, photoshopping their faces on the, uh, you know, crew, the 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 row in the group <laughs> pictures, group photos. You know that? Yeah. No, he was killing them. No, no, I didn't know that. Didn't he know was that. taking. Hundreds of thousands at a time. It was insane. I mean, that's the that's the culture we live in, though. You know, that's that that white supremacy shit. Oh, that that man. It's, that's a real that's thing. That privilege. That's a privilege, man. Think about all the kids that actually was working hard in school and really did what they're supposed to do and didn't get accepted. <laughs> I would tell them, "Welcome to life." And then you got people getting getting through that shouldn't be in there. And I'm, my kid is, you know, you're going to do all this and take all these classes. You're going to get in. And then they don't get in. And they're crushed. Yep. That's, man, but that's life. Then you see a scandal like this. So what, you know, uh, an attorney actually spoke up about this. And they were like, the case isn't, like, what are they going to get out of it? Like, he's going to yeah. lose everything, his credibility, blah, 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 blah. But they'll get back their college, uh, what, what is it called, the, uh... You know when you write when you when you what is that called? Not admissions. Oh, uh, you know when you write when you send it in and you want to cut you want to say you want to pursue the education there whatever that recommendations. Not the recommendation. No, I no. forgot what it's called, man. Ah, uh, so, application application fees. Oh, they get back the application fees. Okay, okay. That's what he was saying. You're gonna get back application fees. <laughs> <laughs> so it was one of them crimes that is just is going to be it's like yeah, a worth pursuing. If like a spag on a hand, he yeah. might get, they might find something to, you know, lock him up for or whatever, but it's going to be. It's, yeah, basically it looks like petty crime. Yeah, it's petty crime. It's yeah. going to be like a petty crime. Like white collar crime. Yeah. It's a white collar offense. Almost like that, yeah. It's, it's crazy, so that sucks. Even that, yo. Even that's a penalty. Yo, you what can you do? <laughs> oh, man, yo. Keep, I say keep going harder, y'all. Keep going harder. I love these young millennials. I love what's going Yo, things coming up in the 90s watching my family work hard. We ain't have these doors opening, yo. Mm -mm. These young folks are changing the game. <laughs> they are changing the game. You know, I got a nephew. I have a nephew uh, out in the Midwest. Uh, matter of fact, I'm, I'm uh, you know, rocking his, his wear. Okay, cool, cool. He's got his a little. Fashion. Yeah, he's got his own fashion story. Just dropped his own uh, his own clothing line. Yo, what is it? What is it? Say right here on Gas No right, Breaks. You can find him at Shop DJ's Fashions. Uh, you can also find him on Instagram at 96Miles, M Y L E S. Mm. Boom. At DJ's Fashion. DJ's Boom. DJ's Fashion. Yes. Check him out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I draw inspiration from him. Yeah, you know, he it started. It started out. He would draw from draw inspiration from me growing up. He would always tell me that. But now I look at him now, and what he's accomplishing. Yeah. Uh, he recently uh, uh, did a uh, giveaway, you know, because he, he he's big on giving back to the community right now. I mean, young man's ain't but 22, 23 wow. years old, you know, and he's big on giving back to the community right now. And uh, he recently announced um, uh, high school senior giveaway for the. Uh, up upcoming class of uh was it 2019 yeah and uh one of his biggest sellers selling brands out of his store is uh ti's brand a coup okay and you know a coup saw him made this make this uh announcement yeah you know that that he was going to be giving back to to the seniors and one of ti's top you know uh marketers saw this and ti himself jumped in and said hey i like what this young man is doing Hey, before he, you know, let him know, you know, just ask him, what, what can we do to help him of course. You know, facilitate this? You yeah, know, yeah. And he gave him all kinds of, uh, you know, nice little giveaways to, to give to the seniors, you know, nice little shirts and sweaters and whatnot. I mean, it was cool. It was real nice. That's amazing, man. Yeah, yeah. So he, I think he just did the drawing of just last week. But yeah, I draw inspiration from these young kids, too. I mean, so it goes, you know, it, it's, a, it's a given, it's a take. You know? Yeah. Man, I love it. They open these doors, man. Absolutely. Uh, I even see it at my age, where I'm at in corporate world, and I'm watching them coming through the door as I'm at the door, and I'm just like, wow, these these motherfuckers is bad, yo. So that's why, you know, I, I network with them as much as possible. I yep. stay with them, you know, keep doing your things. Uh, so then talking about, you know, white privilege though, but Doctor, <laughs> so let, let me ask you about Doctor Dre. Mm. He was very excited about his daughter getting into USC. He should be, man. 
I think I mean, shit, I'd be excited if she get into uh, <laughs> the school around the corner, man. Finish education. That's man. That's I don't care what nobody says about what school you go to. If you go to a proper school, hey, more power to you. Do it, but get a, get an edu get an education. That's all I say. Yeah. An EBI. So you heard about Dr. Dre? What y'all think about that? Yeah. How do you take one? First of all, tell us what happened to Dr. Dre. Well, Dr. Dre, his, he was excited that his daughter got to USC, and then later on, people started posting that he donated six years ago seventy million dollars to the school, and has a, I guess something a school or a building named after him. Six years ago. Six years ago. Like, a, is it like a production school? Or? It's like a production school for music. For music, it's like the arts, event, right. tech, event, and tech, creative, and all that. Yeah, yeah, creative yeah. space. So what are they, they trying to say? So they're trying to say... They're trying to tie his daughter... Influence. Yeah. Saying it was a... Like, he, he was... Because he, he went online... into USC was influenced by his big donation. Exactly. Exactly. And, that, and, and, and another thing they were stating that he put up online, she did it all on her own, he didn't have no influence, and then people started pulling that up. Yeah, when that was, was just him poking, you know, those... those poking fun at the people that out. did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly, I believe his daughter got in there on her own, mm -hmm. you know, of her own, own uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Merit. Work. Thank you, mm -hmm. Merit. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. I mean, I mean, that's how I feel when I, I saw the... Man, did you feel differently? I, I, to be honest, I'm like, yo, if I had poor son <laughs> and my kid was not getting it, <laughs> and I knew that it needed to get it, or she needed to get it. I might find a way to help my kid out. I might. I'm, I'm just that. Any good I think, parent would. I, I think that's Any how real it would. Parent would. I think they would. But honestly, I think she did this on her own. Yeah. So. I mean, I hope so. But the, only, the unfortunate part is the fact that you did go to the same school that your dad put money into. Right. That's unfortunate. You just got to deal with that. Yeah. And There's certain things in life got to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's yeah. nothing you can say about it. Absolutely. Your dad the put thing, the money in there, you went to the same school. The thing with this, I know, you know what Dr. J does. He's a, he's an engineer. He's into But she also went into the same field too. And to the, so she's going to be also yeah. getting... Mm. But, you, but you have to deal with what, the fact that people are going to think like... Yeah, this. that's unfortunate. That's his life. But wouldn't she be... My, my dad was an amateur boxer, so I wanted to... Your dad didn't go to USC, though. No, he didn't, but I still wanted to do what he did. But you could have went to UCLA. Yeah, but some people like that. There's like... Some people just like to go to the school <laughs> that your dad put the money into. You know, my dad was a Marine. My dad was a Marine, so I'm a, I am might want to be a Marine. I feel my you. My dad was a firefighter. But your dad... Might inspire me to be a firefighter. But I, I, I get what you're saying, but your dad became the musician he was because he was broke and Compton. <laughs> that shit make you get your shit right. Yeah. He ain't go to no educational schools. <laughs> Dr. J was like beats. It was all. Well, I guess he, you know he's I, giving I, her the chance to go to school to learn that in a, I, a way that he didn't. He learned. You say he is. He's not supposed to. The school's supposed to let her because of old man. How was her grades? Did she have good grades? You know, my, but the thing is, it don't matter. But unfortunately. It looks like that. It's gonna always. They just. They, I think this is the one that Dr. Dre and the family will have to just deal with, yo. And this is one of them takes I mean, you gotta I feel, just take. I feel the way Frank, Frank feel. I, I feel like. I feel the same way too. He, used to, he posted because he was proud that yeah. she did do it on her own. Yeah. But it's gonna it's look the wrong time to glue. But then yes. it, yeah, was, it, it was the wrong like time to glue. Yeah. But because it was probably did. one of those moms that did get caught up in that joke. <laughs> was like, what? No, he got a school girl. And <laughs> she tweeted that joke. Because that circle would be small as hell, dog. I mean, I think they're taking this the wrong way. That's what I think. Man. I think... I, we, well, Frank, we, said, yeah, Frank said it was yeah, the wrong time to gloat. We feel in the same way. I think we feel in the same way, man. <laughs> I'll move off of that trend. What you I, think? I see what you're thinking. I don't think anything... I think, <laughs> dog, you, there's certain times when you do have to understand, like, that's what you're going to have to just deal with, dog. I guess he was... At that moment, he was being a proud dad. He, he probably was. He's not thinking, like, yeah, I donated to this joint, but... You know, I don't know too much about all of it that much to tell you if it was the right. It's just honestly, dog, it was gonna come up. Cause right now everybody's everybody's going after people. <laughs> got their you know, kids you know what? <laughs> people, this is like a time where people are trying to dig up your dirt. Oh like, man! You did something ten years ago. Even if you're a totally different person right now, they will say that's what you are now. A totally perfect yeah. person. Yeah. If you did something ten years ago and it's it's somewhere. Yeah. 
They gonna try to drown you. You know what you you know what I told them people gotta do? Do like a lot of them do. I'm not gonna even say who. Ignore it. And just keep moving forward, man, because somebody always gonna be hating. It's people that live online for them. <laughs> yep. They call it's, they call them trolls. Someone that's gonna watch this and is gonna be ready to say something. And that's cool. And I and I accept that as a as a listen and a follow. And I'm like, yo, thank you. I just don't worry about it. <laughs> even not like what I said to you, listen. I don't worry about the negativity. Yeah, man. Look at the positivity. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> so, boom. Talking about hate. New York lawmaker, he wants to make it a hate crime for people calling the police on innocent black people. He want to make that a hate crime. Mm. I mean, I feel like... Now, this is my first time hearing that one. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I it really is don't know what to think about that right now. I, don't, I haven't really read into it yet, so... I do think it's crazy how, you know, these folks out here calling, you know, you, the police and black folks just do it for <laughs> barbecue everyday you, shit, you I know? It's crazy that that has <laughs> yo, to be... Yo, I'm just walking to my house, yo. How you gonna call the police on me? I'm just... Got homeboy shot. Didn't they kill a kid in Atlanta, Georgia? Yeah, the recently. Wife, she yeah. shot him in his house saying yeah. that she thought that was her house. <laughs> See? It's insane. See? In that case, maybe they should make it a hate crime, you know? That maybe makes sense. They, might... they escalate very fast. The dudes that were having a barbecue yep. or the water just have the barbecue. <laughs> just black folks grilling. They're doing something. Little girls selling water. They're doing something. They're too... <laughs> They're, <laughs> They're being something. productive. Yes. Man, I don't know y'all watch Killer Mike. The Killer Mike on Netflix. Yeah, I saw that. Did you that see when he... Uh, you seen it? Yeah, When yeah. he rapped to the old white folk. That and was then, weird. And the old white lady was like, black people do all the crimes. And he was like, what? He was she like, really but believed that. And she, and she was stuck on that. She, she really was stuck on that. Yeah. That that scene was like, I was like, yo. That's what you call cognitive dissonance. Mm. You know, it, it, nothing he said at that time could have convinced her that white folks commit just as much mm. violent crime or more mm. as black people. Nothing. Nothing. That was, that blew my, well, it didn't really blow my mind, but, you know, it's just, it always, it always makes me, you know, get taken back a little bit, yeah. you know, just to yeah. see it. You know, we know it's there, but then to actually see it and yeah. to see, because they look harmless. Because you're a big black man, homie. <laughs> what, you, what they're afraid of, you ain't afraid of. Yeah. It's, just, it's just that shadow, that, that. <laughs> That, that, <laughs> I hate to laugh at that because my wife, I, like, I walked into an elevator with my wife, and uh, I had this one young wife, but you grabbed her purse. I said, Bitch, I don't want your purse. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I do shit like that now. You know, I've been walking, walking down the street, and someone they just cross the street. They just cross the street. <laughs> <laughs> You know me, man. I'm, I'm like, I'm more afraid of you calling the police on me for walking there. Exactly. Dead. That's why they should be shot. Seriously. It should be a crime. It should definitely be. You see what just happened? We got a synergy going on here. We got a synergy. You see how our stories brought all the hate? It's a hate crime. Yeah. It might be a hate crime, guys. I think you guys in New York. <laughs> I think you guys in New York are going to something. Yeah, I was in Ocean hey, City. I don't know, man. I was in Ocean City riding around. Uh -huh. I was lost. I was looking for, you know, how to get to my hotel. And this was before GPS and all that. Uh, so, like four years ago. And I reach, I, I, I saw two ladies, you know, two ladies walking. And I reached my, I was like, hey, I was trying to get their attention so I could act where I need to go. Uh -huh. Yo, they like, they act like I ain't even exist. They just started walking and just walked past the car. Well, you know, I'm gonna I'm say this. I'm gonna say sometimes we might. Yes, you stopped two white ladies in Ocean City walking on the sidewalk. They probably thought that you thought that they were doing something. Stranger danger. Yeah, okay, if, I get close, right. if I get close enough to this car, he gonna snatch me up. You know, okay. was, it, was it nighttime? You know, it was ten thirty in the morning. Oh no! Not, I mean. Nah, no, 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 you asking for numbers, you asking for directions. Yo, you know what you I gotta get the time on it, dog. Yo, you know you can ask me for directions? Somebody asked me for directions last week. But you a big black dude. You ain't nobody, you ain't got, you got to be a friend. Yo, yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> I guess you right, you right, you right. Seven police bullets. Yeah, <laughs> they throwing them hey, shit at us, dog. Just don't, just don't call the cops on me. Oh, man, it's hate crime. Um, Please don't so, hey, man, staying on this 
this killing stuff, man. It's a sad one though. The fifty people that got killed in New Zealand. Y'all heard I know y'all had to see that. With yeah. the uh the moss they went the moss. Yeah, he went in two. And two two of them, yeah, yeah, he did. He killed two and one of them though at the end. They caught him. Okay. But before that, he killed forty eight. That's crazy, man. That's insane. Again, that's insane. I don't know what they're afraid of. <laughs> What are they afraid of for them to go? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got all the weapons. <laughs> Point proven, right? Yeah. And, they, and then these people are not, yo, they chilling in church. I, You know, I know it's a mosque of a name, but to me, you know, it's, it's a church. Yeah. They're relaxing. It's a place of worship. They ain't bothering nobody. I mean, it's just, it's just evil people that exist in this world, man. You just... Like, hey, I know it's people going to be over here. They're going to be praying. They don't got no weapons. Let's go get them, y'all. Mm. Like, it's people that really think like that, man. Yeah. Like, it's unfortunate to say, but it's, it's reality, man. Like, one of the things we just got to deal with. It's like yeah, the like, predator mentality, you know? Predators like easy prey. Exactly. You They're know? not going to go. And, and some folks study other people, study their habits, mm -hmm. and they're like, and like you just said, yeah. you know, like, all right, they're going to be in that, uh, that mosque, they're going to be in that church, they ain't got no weapons. Mm. Let's go get them. Damn. They, got, try, the, they like, got the guards down. You gonna try to rob the tiger? You gonna try to rob the kittens? Man, I ain't gonna, I'm, I'm not trying to rob none of them. I mean, as a robber. I don't know how to rob a I'm not, I'm not, me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go pet the kid. Exactly. <laughs> You're not gonna go to where the tiger's at. That tiger, I ain't you know the tiger can punish you. I ain't fucking with the tiger. You gonna go where the weak, where the weak one's at. That's, that's, that, and, and then we're the ones, you know, especially in our country, that we're persecuted. Yeah. But, you know, that shit's flipping. That shit's flipping so much because, as you can see, <laughs> we ain't going into school shooting each other. No. That's not our thing, man. It's never been our thing. And now, look, you were, they were so policing us that you didn't watch what was going on in your own backyard. Yeah. What are they doing about that? What do you think is going on? What, what, what's what's going to be, what, what do they have to do to stop these, these kids from going into school, these these white men and and not even all of them, not all of them were white. Some of them were of other cultures. Yeah, they're shooting these schools up. I think it's not going to stop until you change the mentality. Yeah, no type of gun law, no type of all that. Ooh. it's going to yeah, change. No seizure of weapons. You know, you gotta. They gotta stop talking about going into people's houses and seizing what. Well, they're not really talking about going into people's houses, but that's the way that uh you know the fear mongers make it sound like okay. Mm -hmm. You have to forfeit your weapons now if they, you know, you know, implement these stricter gun laws, you know. So then they want us to give our guns up. All of the American. That, yeah, that's that not is not happen. happening, baby. That's not gonna happen. I mean, in the Midwest, just... them dudes carry guns like it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's their wallet. Yes, and we, no, and literally. That's their ID. And that's just talking about legally. That's, what about all the illegal guns? Right. And those are the ones uh, that they right. want to shoot. The Jones that's <laughs> coming out of the, the, the back of the Nissan or the trunk out. Or the plastic oh. 3D model. They're they, they printing them, yeah. They're printing them. They're printing them in, like, in labs. Yep. In school labs. Man, I, I don't think America's going to... The, the gun laws, there's nothing that they can do that's going to stop this. I think no. this is going to go on forever. This is going to go on forever. We're never going to stop this. And they're going to police us, but... That's still not gonna work. I mean, it's just the, the evil mentality until that gets, you know, it's never gonna be wiped away because evil's always gonna exist. Yeah. You're always gonna have the yin and the yang. You know, it's always gonna exist, but until that mentality, it doesn't matter what you do. But what's the mentality you're speaking of? Whatever mentality is, like whoever that dude in mm. New Zealand, like why did you wanna go and kill all those people? I believe he was a white supremacist, right? Wasn't he? he I was, believe so. Yeah, I think he was a white supremacist. Like, whatever energy that it takes that I hate this person so bad, or these people so bad, or this religion so bad, mm. or this culture so bad, mm. that I'm going to just go and kill a bunch of them. That's going to be whatever a tough that, I don't know that mentality. Because yeah. I don't have... Well, they're claiming it to be white supremacy. So you're saying the white supremacy mentality. Yes. If that's, that's what it is, why, why do you think you're better than me? What makes you better than me? Man, I can't tell you why. Why, anyone why can't would think, we sit and yeah. be the same level? Why have to be lower than you, or mm. Mm. not as powerful as you? That's gonna be some new what shit. What makes right you there. superior? What makes you superior? I'm gonna tell you what's gonna make New Mexico superior. 
they just passed recreational marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> they winning. Whatever P button that. Yo, Whatever they say they're going to create like 70,000 jobs. You know, this 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 plant. That's this a good economic measure right there. Right there. This herb you said, get people incarcerated. Mm. Look at all the jobs it's making. Yeah. It's you different. Know, I like where the politicians are going with this new, uh, you know, uh, legalization of cannabis because now they're trying to open it up to where they're saying, all right, wait a minute, we need to slow this, slow, slow this train down a little bit. All these folks who have been incarcerated, you know, mm -hmm. over the past years, all these folks who have, you know, convictions on their records for, you know, possession of this herb that we're now legalizing and allowing all these conglomerates yes. to, you know, come in and take over the mm. industry. Mm. Like, okay, these other folks need to be compensated. They do. They do need to be compensated. Yeah, everyone who's been locked up, they need to be released. Yes. You know, and they're non-violent anyway, non-violent offenders anyway. They record need, needs to be clear. Yeah, and I like the way some of these politicians are finally, finally starting to come around and, and, and you know, form you know, nice coherent thoughts and, yeah. you know, and, and, and put policy to get together to try and make that happen. I like where they're going with it. I like to see something happen. I like to see folks get, you know, uh, get their due, get their due, yeah. you know. I believe it. I'm all for that, get man. Get their justice, yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. I, I think, you know what I'm saying, uh, for people to get locked up and put in jail for years and years over some over life sentence. And by the time they get out, sentences. now you got, you know, the guy who, who used to own the bank down the street. Now he owns, you know... Uh, the guy you robbed or the guy that you didn't rob, the guy you probably sold to, <laughs> but you got in trouble for, owns and is making money off yeah, of you. Yeah, on the now, you know, and he's selling more weed than you could ever imagine. That's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. It's crazy. And they started the first strands. It's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is fucked up. Big time, yeah. dog. But I like the way the politicians are going with it. You know yeah, I'm, I'm, you They know keep that I'm, momentum. We might see we might see some good things happen. Yeah, man. So, well, it's creating jobs. It's starting new economies, man. It's helping uh, a lot of the whole the public school systems. And, like, I know Denver, they were talking about they, they They're running out of money. They don't even know, like, where they not running out of money. They don't have places to even put the money now. Yeah, like, yeah. They got so much money coming in. Man, these, I'm I'm so happy these states is coming in on this though because it was about time. They put into the creative arts, man. They put into the creative arts, man. They trying to take you know. They can put. They can put now. They can. But now they can. You know the students, man. Forget about creativity, man. Hey, now they can shoot, man. Well, yo, movie. We haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. You seen it, Rex? You seen that joint? Us. No, my wife was just talking about that. We about to go yeah. see it this weekend. Yeah. You about to see it? I saw I us. I don't know. I, I, I wait to see what you say. Hey, right. <laughs> he saw it. He hey, about Rex. to tell us. You tell us. Y'all need to see us, man. Yeah. That's what it is. Y'all need to go see us, okay. man. Tell me what you think. What you, what you think it's about. It's going to be about. What y'all talk about us? This is the question that was brought to us by my boy Frank. I want to see, yeah, I want to see what y'all yeah. think for people that haven't seen it. I want to see your take. What's your take? My take, pre-seeing it. Oh, man, this is a tough one, you know. Uh, I think it's going to be a very introspective movie. I don't know. I've seen some reviews online. And so far, you know, folks like it. Some folks don't. You know, some folks get it. Some folks figured out the end five minutes into the movie. Uh, I honestly don't know what... I can't, I can't describe personally how... What, where I think this movie might be going. But I think it has something to do with, you know, um, you know, like just just a, a self reflection of society. Hmm. You know, almost like his movie. What was that last one? He get out. Get out. out. My Kinda, favorite. I think it's gonna. It's another take on that. You know, he he says a horror movie. I don't know, because Get Out really really wasn't much of a horror movie either. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, what is it? Like I say, this, one, yeah. this one is more of a horror movie than. Get Out was eerie, like, yeah. a, like a suspense thriller. Right. Yeah. This joint is, yeah, more horror than. Okay. Than Get Out was. Okay. That's good. what I was. That's all I'm saying about that. You know, I don't like horror films, but I like good horror. This films. was a good movie. Okay. I don't like horror films, but if it's a good like I'm say slasher joint, yeah, I'm in it. Like, just go off topic real quick. That movie, The Vampire Joint, Thirty Days of Darkness. 
That was a dope ass vampire movie. I don't care what nobody said. It was gross. It was like dude was <laughs> killing. I don't like horror movies, but I like good horror movies. Mm -hmm. So if it's a good horror movie, I'm down. I'm thinking it's gonna be very get out ish in the sense that it has to do with uh, the black, you know, the awakening that we that yeah. everyone is going through right now or has gone through right now. The awakening. I know it's gonna have to have that type of feel to it, like Get Out was. I know I left the theater and we was outside outside of the theater talking about it for like 20 minutes after the movie. That's good. I like that. Yeah, that was a good movie. I then. didn't do that when I saw Captain Marvel. I didn't do that <laughs> when I saw Mania. Captain Marvel, by the you know way, I saw Captain Marvel. Movies. It was good. Captain Marvel was good. But it, it's different. It was, it, it left me like, oh. That's how I left feeling like, oh. Get Out was fire. I love Get Out. So if it's like Get Out, I'm already in it. You know what I'm saying? I wanted, I, I was waiting to watch it too because I wanted. Name Peel? Jordan Peel. He got me. I'm a fan. He killed the game. I'm gonna say I'm a fan right now. I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm a fan. I was a fan of him and Key and Peel show. I yeah. It reminded me too much of Dave Chappelle. So I, I didn't really, <laughs> nah, I didn't really I was, watch it. I'm gonna tell you, Dave Chappelle show. Fantastic show, could never take anything away from Dave. Oh, what are you about to what I'm gonna tell you, Kim Peel. Be careful. Kim Peel was a good show. It was it was a good show. Kim Peel was a good show. It wasn't Chappelle's show, but it wasn't like it wasn't that bad. It wasn't like I missed Kim Peel with like every skit they tried their hardest on every skit. And sometimes they lost me on some skits, but because of the production value behind it and how the the effort they put into every skit. I, I was like, yo, these guys are on to something. Yeah. And I watched every fucking <laughs> season because of it. Watched it. If you haven't watched all of Ken Peel, I've seen some of them. Some watch of them. it all. Some of them. It's, it's a good show. Yeah, it's a yeah. good show. I recommend you watch all of Ken Peel. better than Dave Chappelle. I'm not going to say better than Dave Chappelle. Okay, all right. Okay. Yeah. I was just, because he scared me. I'm not going to say it's better than Dave Chappelle. But I'm going to tell you, it Dave Chappelle, good. last season before he left, that wasn't good. sucked. Can't you can tell it was, it was different. Like something so, was going on. Key and Peel fit that slot. But one and two, Dave Chappelle, oh, five. one and two? I don't count Black three. Black reparations. I don't count three. I don't count you got to count three because that's part of the, it, nah. it, 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 it's written in history. That's his third. That was the third. Well, you can tell that it was something wasn't Yeah, I could tell right. something wasn't right. But the fact that they still try to put that shit out. But you're saying Key and Peel, <laughs> Key Peel show was, was yeah. It, I loved it. Mm. I loved the Key and Peel drink. I loved it. Like, what's that Jay when he had when he goes, uh, when they were both breakdancing? And they, and <laughs> noise. Noise. <laughs> noise. <laughs> noise. That was, that was funny. The one with the hat. For some reason, that was. He kept trying to outdo and he had the, with the hat. And he had, and he had, he had a Chinese hat. lady on his I head. I've seen some of them Jones, yeah. Oh, when they went to Black World? <laughs> when they went to Black World, Nigger Town? Or was it called Nigger Town? Black World? Everybody was black and they was dancing? Uh, I think I seen that one. Oh man, it broke into dance like Austin Powers. <laughs> you gotta watch it, yo. And they just doing some black thing type. It's hilarious, man. Yo, show's funny, man. Show's sure. hilarious. Gotta I remember the episode out. where uh, they had the zombie apocalypse, <laughs> but all the white folks was getting eaten up by yeah. zombies, and the zombies stayed away from the black folks. Yeah, I saw that. Niggas was out that. having barbecues and shit. And the zombies was walking by. I need to see that. I need to see that one. That was great, <laughs> Yo, I need to see and that. The, and then, how about, uh, they had that movie, Keanu. That was funny. With the cat. You know, I never saw Keanu. Oh. Did you see that Keanu? was surprising. Yeah, I saw that one. That was uh, you know, surprisingly was, more funny than I. Yeah. I didn't expect it to be yeah, funny no. at all. I was supposed to go watch that, and I don't know what else came out around that time. So many other movies. So I didn't see that movie. I've watched Keanu twice. Mm. I have. It's funny. It's stupid. <laughs> stu <laughs> you want to just laugh at some dumb shit? Yeah, that's they're dumb going through, humor right there. Like, like just... dumb. They're going through some dumb shit, and then and who they are and what they're going through. It's <laughs> that movie with uh, Jim Carrey and back in the day, uh, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, it's that kind of humor. Okay, yeah, okay, very okay. Dumb and Dumber. It's yeah. funny, funny, funny. But yo, we gonna move on, man. We gonna move on. We got my boy. Frank, man, we talked about us. Let's talk about what you're doing, Frank. So can, can tell us a little bit about Honey Hole Culture. Okay. What, yeah. What's that? What's that all? The Honey Hole Culture, you know, that's just, it came about, you know, a uh, you know, couple of me and a couple of the fellas just get together. We get, get together at least once a month. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, we were sitting back and just politic and talking about talking about the cannabis industry and you know figuring out how we can get a foothold in this industry. Yeah. And uh, you know, and I, was, and I was you know doing my my market research, going around to events, you know, checking out different stores, and I was like, you know what, you know, uh, we should open a CBD store. You know, I mean, that right there is getting ready to be legalized at the federal level mm. very soon. Mm. You know, I mean, at, once it's legalized at the federal level, we can open the store. I mean, they're going to legalize the, uh, what, the, the, the production, the growth, you know, the sales and consumption, you know, across the board. Mm. So we don't have to worry about, you know, extensive licensing and all this other good stuff that dispensary owners have to worry about, you know, that that competition, mm -hmm. the competition we have to worry about is the competition that is ourselves, really. That's how I see it. Yeah. But, you know, seeing what the competitors in, the, in your surrounding area are doing. Um, but, yeah, so we sit around talking about that, and I was like, you know, then we start brainstorming, like, what would be a good name, you know? What's a catchy name? Mm -hmm. And and I was just sitting around, I was like, you know what? Honey. Mm -hmm. Honey hole. I'm like, you know, shit. It's a lifestyle, mm. culture, because mm -hmm. that's what we do. Honey hole, you know. So that honey is, you know, is representative of, you know, honey hole. Yeah. If you look it up, look up the term. That's like a place you go, like your favorite favorite bar in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. You know, that's your, you know, ah, that, that's your okay. go-to spot. Your favorite girl house. Your favorite girl house. Uh, you know, it's the honey <laughs> hole. Your favorite car. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, so I like, you, the, I like that. You you gonna go where you know they got it. Yeah. Where they got what you want. Where they where they got what you need. Yeah. You know, then the culture just comes in. You know, it's that lifestyle. Mm. You know, and. and being CBD is part of that cannabis lifestyle, but it's that health and wellness, you know. So that's what I'm trying to trying to bring. You know, I'm trying to trying to bring about that that health and wellness aspect because it's not always about getting high. Yeah, you know, for everybody, you know. Somebody, some people just want that. Yeah, some feel good. Right, you know, and and, and I do it myself, and it, it yeah, it brings you a, a state of relief, a state of calm. You know? How do you use it? Like in you what know? form? Uh, me, I mm -hmm. use tinctures, droplets. Okay. The tinctures, uh, edibles, gummies. Uh-huh. Uh, what else? Is there a vape? You know, that's the most popular form right now. And and it, and it makes you feel... I remember I used the oil, like, on the pain. Yeah. Somebody once okay. gave me the pain, like, and they just rub this on, like, an ointment. Okay. And I did feel like, uh... A sense like of a, relief, you know, almost yeah. like a little tingly. Yeah. I actually, I even used a bath bomb once just to see what it, what yeah. it would do with me. It actually relaxed the hell out of me right before I yeah. went to bed. Yeah, I did right before I drew myself a bath. Word, which okay. Which is almost unheard of for a grown man. But yo, you, you know, but you have CBD. It, exactly, you know. You that I saw here on your site. You need that full body cleanse sometimes. He, he got the see. I see he got the bath bomb right here on at Honey Hole Culture yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, the bath bomb. I got a question for you. Somebody fell on my leg like three weeks ago. It kind of messed my ankle up a little bit. Okay. So you, you got something I could, I could rub and take the relief for the pain? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. I need to, yeah, I need to try it. It does work. I've tried it. it. It makes like, uh, you feel real numb almost. Like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. The pain is gone. Yeah, the pain is gone. Mm. Yeah, for me, like the any aches and pains that I usually have, they don't go away. Like it's still there. I still feel it, but it's just not as noticeable. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, mm -hmm. it, it affects everyone differently. But that's how it affects me. Like yeah. I know it's still there, maybe because I'm just thinking about it too hard. Yeah. But it doesn't bother me as much. You know, I've I've talked to a few folks. Um, there's this uh, this guy I actually uh, met online recently on Facebook, older guy, and uh, he and I were talking, and I mentioned my my CBD business to him. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 you know. No, man, Blue Dream is my thing. I tried that CBD shit. Didn't work for me. Oh. Well, you know what? Hey, that's how, that's how it is, you know. It worked for everyone. It's almost like, uh, you know, your, your standard pain medication or standard medications anyway that you, that you get from the, the local pharmacies, from the Walmarts and the Walgreens, you know. Like, aspirin doesn't work for everyone. Ibuprofen doesn't mm -hmm. work for everyone. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. So but that's why you gotta try it. The only way you gonna know if it works is if you try it. Yeah, I've tried it and, and I felt the relief of pain. Yeah. I, can, I cannot not deny that. So I know you're also a day trader. Yes. Did that 
did while we, while you were day trading, you said you can money. I guess yeah, you know, I, I wanted to finance yeah. my own. My that was own your business. business. Yeah. That was your business. You said I'm going to put my I'm a venture into this business yeah. myself. Okay. Yeah. And uh, right now, if you go to the website, the website is is, is functional. Tell me the uh, website again. It's uh it's www honeyholeculture.com. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, you know it's 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 a viable website. You know it, it looks a little sophomoric right now. Uh, you know I'm gonna put that out there. I've been soliciting folks' feedback. You know because it's always a process of you, you know of getting better. Process So exactly. So I recently hired a web developer, and uh, he and I you know I've still got to sign the contract and everything. But you know I hired a web developer, and uh, he's gonna gonna fix that. Fix that bitch up for me. That's right. That's so, right. <laughs> fix that bitch up. Oh, fix nice. it up. Exactly. Put the, put the you know, ice on the cake. Exactly. You know, <laughs> the cake. When, I, when I got folks coming to my to my web page, to my to my site now, I know folks are visiting. Yeah. They just afraid to hit that buy button. They give them the buy. Yeah. You know, I mean, nervous. you got you got to dance the page <laughs> up, dog. Exactly. So you know, I just got to clean it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, let folks know. You know, it it's good. You know, I'm not a shade tree. You know, uh, you know, just just fly by night business. You know? So how, how long have you been doing the honey hole culture now? Now the honey hole culture. Now we we came about doing this. Uh, we've been doing this for about about a year. Oh, congrats! Yeah, thank you. Oh but yeah, that's, that's the, dope. The business itself, the business, we didn't actually begin that till the turn of uh, January, till the turn of 2019. Okay, so you you had your first year of the. Business. First year of business, right. right now. We were always getting together though and you know, just kind of politicking and, you know, uh fellowshipping. Yeah. You know, a group of group of veterans and and that's how the honey hole culture came about, you know, mm -hmm. just you know, we go and meet up and do dope shit. And do dope shit, come up with business ideas. Exactly. And venture cap yo, that's dope. You know, and a lot of folks, you know, yeah. that's that's interesting you just said and what yeah. you just said that, you know, you come up with business ideas. A lot of folks come up with business ideas. Yeah. But not enough folks take the, the next leap yeah. to put the business into action. Into action. That takes it's worse. You gotta take action. You know, you yeah. just can't you gotta stop being afraid and just do it. What made you not be afraid anymore? Because you gotta tell them about also how you date your day trade. That's what you do full time. Yes. And he does not work for anyone. You just yeah. you do work for yourself doing this. Yes, yes. I've only been doing it for three years. Now I got three I, years. I was introduced to it back in two thousand six. <clears throat> um I was in the basic school, <laughs> uh, Marine Corps basic school. That's uh, where all the officers go and do their uh, their their infantry training. If you're not an infantry, fifteen officer. years in the Marines, correct? I was uh, five years enlisted reserve uh -huh. and thirteen years active duty. Mm. Thank you for your service. Hey, I volunteered. Man, right here, he's the real deal. Frank, OG, another OG right here. <laughs> yeah, I respect but, that. Definitely. But yeah, that. It, it wasn't was uh, insane about or interesting about that is is uh you know how my introduction came about. Mm. We were in training, and there was a there was this guy. I remember he he was a day trader, uh, and, and there are numerous uh, strategies mm. to to trade. You know, there are a number of strategies you can use to trade. There's no one wrong way or right way. The, the wrong way is to lose your money. You know, as long as you make money, you win it. Okay. But I remember there was this guy, and I remember he must have put in a trade. He swung it for a few days, and he like he knew what he was doing. Took his money out. I think he made like twenty grand. Mm -hmm. I remember everybody just talking about this guy. Like, yo, man, you hear about Joe? You hear about Joe? Like, who the fuck is Joe? Damn. Why everybody keep talking about this Joe? So finally, I tracked this Joe down. Yeah. And uh, and one of my buddies, Dan Griner, I remember. He's like, hey, man. This dude is badass. He just made twenty grand the other day, like doing nothing. I'm like, what? Oh yeah, I need to, I need to get yeah, I gotta get out. Like, how you do this? So you know, I had some questions. Yeah. So and we sat down, we talked one day, he really didn't wanna, you know, give away his secret. But I mean, when you think about it, there really is no secret to it. Yeah. That's why he didn't want to give away his secret. There is you know, no secret. There is no secret, right? You just gotta do it. You know, when you first start out, you're gonna suck. Yeah. You know, you're gonna lose. You know, but over time if you stick with it, you know, you you, you come up with systems, mm -hmm. you know, you come up you you learn know how to put together a plan, you know, you know, you know when you're where where to make you know, set your stops, you know, say, you know, if the price drops to here, then that's when I'll buy in, you know, and if the price drops below a certain level, hits a key level of what we call support. Yeah. If it drops past that support, I'm out, you know. Yeah. 
and you know he kind of broke that down to me a little bit. So I'm like, cool. So I opened my first, uh, my first what they call margin account. Uh -huh. uh, it was with at the time uh, ShareBuilder.com. They were bought out by uh, Capital One Investments, I believe. Okay. Um, Schoolers, schoolers. Mm, I'm listening. And I remember my first trade. <laughs> my first trade was uh, I was in Okinawa, Japan. I was a uh, platoon commander. Uh -huh. Sitting there at work. And I remember my uh, my corpsman came up. He used to dabble a little bit in investing. Like, sir, you got to check this out. You know, this. I'm like, what? What is it? He's like, oh, well, we're going to go to Iraq, you know. He's like, so what's in Iraq? Casualties. Well, there's this company, BioPure. You know, they're making, uh, you know, some kind of like uh, blood transfusion supplement, you know. So, in, in like, in case they ran out of blood, you know, they had this blood substitute. And it was supposedly... You know, uh, being being reviewed by the FDA, mm. so I got interested. I'm like, all right, so if this gets approved by the FDA, that, that's fucking, that's huge. Mm. Right? Well, you might want to get in the ground level. I mean, shares are like pennies on the dollar, so it was a penny stock. And mm. uh, you know, I bought a I bought a couple hundred shares. I didn't buy too much. And I remember, uh, you know, probably about, and I held on to it. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. you know. What was so funny was I actually got a phone call from from the broker and they were like, dude, you might want to consider doing something else. <laughs> like, I was that bad when I first started. <laughs> you know, but... You gotta start somewhere. It, you, you gotta, gotta start, start somewhere. somewhere. Three years in though, yeah. look at that, yo. You know, three years in and I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing very well for myself, you know, but... Uh, How long do you think it, did, did you think it took you till you got to the... Now, I'm yeah, so going back to that first trade, I remember yeah. now I missed I missed my opportunity to to sell out that profit. All right. I got greedy. Mm -hmm. You know, I saw it. I saw, it, you know, the thing go down and and then I saw it come back you know, to break even. And then then they did. Uh, they did a reverse split. Normally reverse splits. That's where, uh, uh, you know, uh, the mechanics of that. How do I explain that? Uh, so, basically, they added shares. You know, mm -hmm. trying to speak in layman's terms now. You know, they they added shares and they split the price okay. of the share of the stock. So let's say, uh, you know, if a stock is trading at a dollar, they do a reverse split. Now they just dump more shares and then they uh, broke the price down in half. You okay. Know, so now, let's say the stocks are trading at fifty cents, and let's say if you own, let's say if you own a hundred shares, right, mm -hmm. at a dollar, so a hundred bucks. Do a reverse split. Now you have two hundred shares mm -hmm. at fifty cents. Mm -hmm. Same, you know. So you you still still have the same. It, it costs the same, you know. But you just have you just have more. You have more. Yeah. Right. But they did a reverse split, and sometimes reverse splits can be good. Mm. You know, sometimes a lot of times they they tank. On this particular case, I remember the reverse split. Uh, then I didn't really watch it, but I came back and checked it, and then you know I was up like a little over two grand. Mm. I'm like, oh okay, maybe there's something to this buy up here thing. And then like a like a week later, is I was like a grand in the hole. Mm. So finally I was like, all right, I'm I'm done. So I sold out. And I kept the account open. I started buying into Yahoo, Microsoft, uh, bought a few shares of Google, you know, the big, big name, big name stocks. And I just held them. Uh, at the time, uh, matter of fact, I think I had uh, Bank of America too. And I just held them. And, uh, and so I held them from 2006 up until about 2012, maybe. You know, then I also had a, a financial advisor also. Um, I had a, a Roth IRA. Mm -hmm. So I highly recommend anyone starting out investing, you know, that'd be the way to go. Get you a certified, licensed uh, financial planner, financial advisor, mm -hmm. you know, open a Roth IRA. You know, mm -hmm. that's the, the best way mm -hmm. to get your foot, get your feet wet. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but yeah, so I held on to those shares till about 2012 and then, then I sold out. Along the way, you know, I was still kind of dabbling a little bit probably about 2010 I started playing in it a little bit being more of an active trader again but uh you know my account was doing all right you know okay. when I when I actually bought into those those uh 
better known shares, mm -hmm. better known companies, I should say. <clears throat> and uh, and then 2015, you know, fast forward, 2015 came around, and uh, that was around the time I was looking at getting out of the service. And folks are asking me, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Honestly, I really didn't know what I was going to do. Mm -hmm. So uh, I knew I had a certain skill set. I've been working on my investing over the years. I would had a sizable portfolio. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'll be okay. You know, if I get out and do nothing. But I don't want to just do nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, I figured, all right, well, I'll get back into active day trading. You know, start working on my skills a little bit before... I actually exit the door. Yeah. So, you know, I, I got my uh, life insurance license, uh, started working on uh, getting my uh, securities license, securities license as to become a financial advisor, you know, start managing other people's portfolios and whatnot. That exam was actually harder than I, it was confusing. Mm. So I couldn't pass that one. Uh, matter of fact, I think I'm going to go back and try try to go back and get that license again. That's right, do your thing, man. Yeah, but in the meantime, I'm just focusing on me and focusing on, you know, building my, building my account, keeping my account where it's at. So, in the meantime, uh, so I got out in 2016 and, you know, I just went, went full-time with it. Yeah. Yeah, I just went full-time with it. So, 2015, you know, I started, you know, became more active dabbling a little bit more uh, you know I found a few a uh, few mentors uh, you know you got services that you can sign up for I recommend you stay well I recommend you do your homework you know because there are a lot of people trying to sell services yeah. and you know there are a lot of people that you know a lot of people get caught caught up and they lose their money mm. you know chasing trades and and following other people's trade ideas you mm. know you know like some folks just like to tweet out oh hey uh, you know, this stock is running right now this morning. You know, they'll send out a, a watch list and then they'll just send out periodically, you know, updates saying, okay, this stock is getting ready to go. This stock is getting ready to go. This is what I'm getting ready to get into. And chances are they're trading against you. You know, so they'll tell you to buy into a stock and then they'll short sell it. Mm -hmm. So when you buy it, you know, and that's what they call pumping dumps. Uh huh. I'm pretty sure you've heard the term. I heard that. I heard the yeah, term. yeah, it's yeah. a lot of that going on. So you know, these 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 folks, you know, they they like to pump stock up, make it look like it's about to about to do mm. something, and then what? Once they have enough people buy in, you know, then then they pull the rug out, you know, and they take the profits and run. And there there's nothing anyone can do about it, you know. Man, but you just got to be careful. Do your homework, you know, and and do your diligence. Your due diligence. And, and you'll be okay. Frank gave it us. I'm going to tell yo. you, man. He sound like he know what he's talking about. <laughs> he sound like, yo, this dude know what he's talking about. hopefully everyone listens to what he just explained. I know a little bit. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. Well, the little bit you know, bit. you taught us. And you know what? We appreciate you coming out here. Hey, man. man. I appreciate you giving me a platform. Tell, tell us. Tell them yes, how they can support absolutely. you. Absolutely. They need to talk. They need to, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I love passing on any any little bit of knowledge that I have. You I know, you want to have questions, you know, you can, you can find me on Instagram at Honey Hole Culture. Uh, you can find me on Facebook uh, at the Honey Hole Culture. Yo, follow my man, please, at Honey Hole Culture. He's selling that CBD oil, getting in on the ground floor yes. of this whole cannabis Check my industry. website, www.honeyholeculture.com. Boom. I what? got, it's, it's, a, it's a, you know, legal CBD business. Legal. Yo, CBD. Rex, follow my man at Rex Corollas, Block Party Entertainment CEO. You know all gas, no brakes. Follow Honey Hole Culture. Ready? You know I'm gonna. You know I'm gonna link up with you. You know all your vapes and all that, man. You got my boy. Yo, shout out to my boy OG underscore Frank. You're not here, but yo, my man. Shout him out. Thank you for riding with us, everybody out there. Yo, we on episode 23 now. Uh, big ups, Block Party Entertainment. Big ups, California, DMV, DC. Big up everybody, man. We out here pushing. My boy, Honey Hole Culture. Get on it. CBD game train now. You can follow me at J Cautious. And I'm right now about to follow Honey Hole Culture. You know, Boom. I need that. Yeah. I need that CBD.
gonna get that bad bomb. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.